Thanks for tuning in to a brand new episode of Tire Kicker. I'm Jeff. And I'm Nate. And I'm Julian. And today we're going to be kicking the tires of one of the coolest luxury cars to ever grace the asphalt. So hop in this hoopty with us and let's go for a ride in the one and only Lincoln Mark 7. Welcome to the Rubber Lounge. So as we do when we start off a new episode of Tire Kicker, we just like to sit around and lounge for a minute, get warmed up and talk about what's the haps, what's the news. Um, obviously, it'll probably be a little bit dated for you folks, for you listeners and stuff. But what's going on right now is we saw a pretty rad video come out uh, yesterday, I think it was. And uh, it really got me excited for something that I was not excited for, but that was the Ford mustang mach e and uh they showed a sweet commercial or basically or i don't know a promo i mean maybe not a commercial is probably another word for it but it was a, an adult movie yeah exactly <laughs> that's funny pretty much um but ultimately it had uh just a number of you know well-known drivers in it um mm -hmm. with their different versions of mustangs and stuff and and uh, then, of course, they had this like rally version Mach E, you know, um, I don't know, man. It was just it was one of the most coolest videos I've ever seen. So, I mean, what what was your guys's take on that? Give me more. Yeah. I want more of this Mustang. Yeah. And it's just so cool. Like, yeah. uh, uh, so, OK, seven motors. Right wrap your mind first you have to like you have to think about that there are only like four wheels yeah right? and you're like where why it's just so excessive and then they and then they show you they're like well because we're replacing all the functions of these other seven mustangs with this super robot that yeah. we built goodness it's crazy so wow. cool have you seen the motors for this no thing? i haven't have you like seen a picture of one so they're kind of a they're kind of a pancake motor but um, then they have these wires that come off of one side and sort of this inlet for cooling that comes off of another side. And I swear, it's like if you were trying to design something to look like the Millennium Falcon, this would be it. It's like uh, like it's a homage to like this. The, it's this very it's this circle with kind of the, you know, things mm -hmm. sticking out of one side. It's really kind of it cool. It totally so, does wow. look like a Millennium Falcon. Yeah. It does. Well, and, and it, it sounds like it. And it sounds like it, right? Like that. It's incredible. <sighs> so so for our listeners, if you haven't seen this yeah. video yet, it is, uh, if you just go to YouTube and look up Ford Mustang Mach-E 1400 one-of-a-kind prototype. If you look yeah. that up, you'll find it. And it is about four, <laughs> four minutes and 20 seconds of one of the coolest videos I've ever seen. I can't get over the sound of the oh engine. Oh my gosh! It it's incredible. Thank you, it's like a Thank you for saying that, Nate. Thank you. Like steroids. It is. Like, it is. And I'm that was the like, thing. Like everybody was like, I don't know about electric cars. They're yeah. gonna sound like the Jetsons. That's you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of they kind of did for a while. You know, I mean, 
but man. I mean, so I'm not super familiar with, I know we talked about a little bit about the stuff, electric cars last week. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. is this, obviously this is like a higher level of performance for an electric car, but like, does like the, the Tesla, does it have that whine to it? Like when you, when you romp on yeah. it or is a it, little it does? bit, it does, it, it's, it's got muted. it, but you got to hear it. I mean, it's, or you got to listen for it. It's. I've I've heard it in cars where they've like stripped out, you know, all the internals mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But it's made to be not heard. You know, I mean, I think if you yeah. had it on Ludacris, whisper quiet. You know, if you have it on Ludacris, you're gonna hear it. You know, but just the regular version, you're not. So, like for example, and I know I'm like laying down my man card here, but I actually did have a 2012 uh, uh, Toyota Prius, and uh, and it was. You could have it so it was just in pure electric mode, and you couldn't hear anything with that car. It was just dead silent, and so that was pretty. It was actually kind of creepy, to be honest. Now, with was you. that like so? Wasn't that an issue where they're like, we need to actually add some like false engine sound so that people can hear these cars coming, yeah. like in a yep, parking definitely. lot, you know, or yeah. crossing the street and that kind of thing. Yeah, I think yep. there's been talk about doing it, but I don't know if they've actually done it though. The one thing so that like, the one thing that blew my mind, speaking of noise uh, or adding noises to it, the one thing that blew my mind about it was is that when you put that car in reverse, it would beep, but would beep <laughs> on the inside. So it was like letting you know, hey, you're in reverse. And I'm like, I think you need to put that on the outside so people can hear you, because <laughs> it's just it, dude, it's weird. It's the weirdest sound. All you hear is like the rolling of tires. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you, yeah. so you just hear like the little rocks underneath the tires and Absolutely. stuff like that. That is that is kind of creepy because it's like I don't know. There's <laughs> something like it's kind of like you know the the sound of a car engine, just kind of like that kind of faint sound. Like when you know you can tell there's a car coming or there's a right. car yeah. going away. Yeah. You know, I know my wife's on the way home, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you well, know, it's just kind of like that soothing, like, oh, a car is passing, you know, on the street. And yeah. Kind of thing. But it's, you get this serial killer Tesla. <laughs> right. Well, what's weird about it is so like we we experienced that in our youth. And if you think think about what I'm talking about here. So like we're used to like I used to go to drag strip all the time. Right. And you're used to mm-hmm. hearing these, you know, loud V8s, just open heads, you know, nitrous, totally. whatever coming down. And you, you got to cover your ears as they go by it, mm-hmm. you know. And then all of a sudden you see a Grand National just blowing these cars away. And that was the creepiest thing I've ever seen because like I would sit down towards the finish line and you would you would just hear this, rah, 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 you know, all this other stuff. And you'd see here comes this little black, you know, Buick Grand National and you hear all this noise. But then all of a sudden this and then, yeah. you know, <laughs> it was like, what? Like, what yes. was that? You couldn't even hear it and it just blew away this loud monster, you know, and that just blew my mind back then. And now now it's even worse. You don't hear anything. You totally. know, and like everything is turbocharged, so it's all muffled by that on top yep. of like in the, when the Buicks too. And yep. I love that though. I love that just like wound up yeah. sound. Yeah, you know. And I'm probably more that end than like the like lopey V8 kind of like preference. Yeah. And um, so yeah. So recently, uh, so speaking of engine sounds, I was watching. I was watching. I am Legend. Yeah, it's good movie. And it's yeah. so at the very beginning, he's rolling around in a uh, 
Mustang, Mustang like yeah. Shelby yep. GT 500. And it's just like the word, the word, and those are supercharged, right? Yeah. So it's like the word that they always like you hear about is like screws, right? Yes. Them like, uh-huh. and, and that's like yeah. the perfect word for it because it, is. it sounds like you're yeah. screwing, you know, not, not that way. Uh, we're a PG podcast. <laughs> hey, PG-13. hey, careful. I know but, you know, it sounds like they're, you know, it's, it's screwing, yeah. like it's screwing something in. It's just like, zzz, you know, it's just the way the sound, you know, obviously they've Hollywoodized it or whatever, but yeah. I'm sure the, it's probably pretty close. But it he's is. ripping around, you know, post-apocalyptic New York, just, you know, with the screws just going. Right. It's well, it's awesome. like you listen to the Hellcat. It's the same thing. You know, you just hear that noisy, just... Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, so my uh, good friend of mine, he's got a 78 Camaro. And we'll, I'll talk further about this later on in, in a different episode. But um, this this Camaro was a beast in high school. And uh, <clears throat> I won't get into the specs of it, but he, he put a noisy gear drive on it. And uh, that was just one of the sexiest sounds I've ever heard in a car. You know, and it it, it serves a purpose, too, you know, but... I mean, you could hear that thing coming down the road, and it just sounded like you just heard this loud rumble of this motor, and then, but all you hear is this, you know, this whine, yeah. you know, and oh my yeah. gosh, it was incredible. It's like Mad Max or something. Like just <clears throat> exactly. Coming over the rise, like. Yep. And I mean, it's like there's nothing else that comes out, and it's it's similar to the turbo, you know that that when you hear like that turbo, you know, like a wastegate or whatever, the turbo wine yeah. or whatever, yeah. you know, like, okay, somebody did something to that car and that's pretty slick, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes with a noisy gear drive or, you know, yeah. a, a nice, uh, you know, um, supercharger or something like that. You know, it's just, gosh, you just know there's power there. And it's just, yeah. and, and so speaking of which, coming back full circle. So with this, you know, 1400 horsepower Mach-E, you know, video. Yeah, not quiet. Not quite at all, dude. It, yeah, you, and that's awesome. That's it's mm-hmm. like it's like they're turning the whole stereotype of. I mean, I guess Tesla already kind of did that, but they're turning the whole stereotype of electric cars on its head. Like right. this, this kind of frumpy, square, like uh, Mother Earth, you know, and all this super you know, eco penalty box, exactly. Right. Yeah. And they're just like, you yeah. know what? This is all electric, and it's still badass. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's it's well, and so I don't know. So I don't know if you guys researched anything about that car or whatever. But it has fourteen hundred peak horsepower and more than twenty three hundred pounds of downforce. <laughs> That's just nuts. <laughs> but anyway, so they had Vaughn Gittin Jr. He was actually the one driving the car. But then the other drivers, they had Ken Block, who's like a god, and then Chelsea Denofa, and then uh, Haley Deegan and Joey Logano. And so all these people are super well-known, you know, uh, drivers. And so what was cool was they were showing this Mach-E in this video, essentially able to go up against and perform just as these other drivers would, you know, doing drifting and Jim Gymkhana and all this other stuff. And it was so freaking gnarly, you know, but it's like, it, what was weird is you're hearing all the, the, the raw, you know, muscle of, of their Mustangs. And then right next to it is the millennium Falcon or, yeah. Or Iron Man, you know, you know, it's just, it sounded so incredible, you know, like, and those sounds like it sounds, it's like a, it's seriously going along with that space kind of theme. It's like, 
Yeah. It's like a warp absolutely. drive or something yeah. winding up or a jet engine or, you know, a turbine or just. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. So I will, I have to say this. I didn't tell you guys this when, when I watched the video for the first time, but okay. So the rally version, this, this Mach-E 1400 is so freaking cool looking, you know, but then it was like, they're like doing this and they got Ken Block out there with his sweet Mustang and, you know, and, and it's all these just rad things and stuff. And then they're like introducing your version that you can buy. And here comes this like, you know, baby blue, you know, Maki. <laughs> it just rolls up and it just, I'm sorry. It just looks so stupid. It was like, <laughs> to me, it was like having like all these like UFC fighters or something like that. Like, you know, like shadow boxing or something. And then all of a sudden Napoleon dynamite comes walking in, you know, like what? <laughs> and they just like bows out. Like, it's like, like, what are you doing? Like, why did bow you do your that? Sensei. Yeah. Bow to your sensei. It was so silly because it's like, don't get me wrong. I understand, you know, it's, it's cool in its own right you know i'm not a big fan of the fact that they took a mustang and made it into an suv and you know whatever just bastardized the name that's my opinion but it doesn't look very cool either now the rally version looks sweet as all heck you know but right you know but then it totally uh, looks the business yeah it looks the business but then all of a sudden like hey guys i'm here too and like oh <laughs> Oh. This is what I drive on oh, the hey, track. Hey, this my, is what I drive. My brother's home. here, guys. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was like, you got to say hi to him. I'm 4,800 pounds. That's right. Um, <laughs> I, I don't make nowhere near 1,400 horsepower. <laughs> I don't sound like that. Yeah, I brought oh, orange man. slices for I everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm handing out bags of Cheerios. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, man! I mean, I I definitely want to see one in real life, and I've I've seen yeah. pictures of them. people. I've seen them around and stuff, you know, and and taking pictures and stuff. And and uh, I'd like to go for a ride in one and stuff. And I'm sure it's a cool car. I'm totally right. totally sure it's a cool car. Me personally, it just befuddles me why they use the Mustang name in it. And I would like to talk I, to somebody yeah. to find out why, you know, <laughs> like, what are you thinking? I mean, if you want to bring, if you want to use an old school name, and I think we've talked about this before, you know, off mic, uh -huh. but I personally think they should have used the word Maverick, you know, because like they yeah. could have introduced it because it's right at the same time that day or not days of thunder, but, um, oh my gosh, what's the movie, Nate? Top Gun. Top Gun. Jeez. So they could have introduced at the exact same time that this new Top Gun movie is coming out. You know, it, okay. it, it could have what you're doing there. linked yeah. right up, you know, how, yeah. you know. And even the word Maverick, you know, the idea of going against the grain. Exactly. And a little bit of like bucking the trend. Yeah. Setting a new course. Yeah. And you know what? Somebody Much from Ford's going to listen to this episode. Yeah. And they're going to be like, dang it. Dang it. Yeah. We should have had, had Jeff in there. And then my father-in-law. Boardroom. We should. And then my father-in-law, who owned a Maverick, is going to listen to this and he goes, no way, you guys. <laughs> that's that's the dumbest thing. That's the Maverick thing is ever. like the Mustang, but better. That's that, right. was that, Smaller. better. that was that movie with Mel Gibson. That's true. That's true. Jimmy yeah, Foster. I don't know. I don't know. Or, you know, I mean, or the Broncos yeah. coming out. They could have called it the Bronco 2. You know, remember I mean, the Bronco yeah, too? It's, it's an SUV. It's like, yeah, that, that's that's the that is the ba a baffling thing. Like you take <laughs> a sports car and we're gonna mash Don't. it into an electric SUV. It's like because. it's like the Blazer. The new I don't know. We that's what we were talking about. Like the way that yeah. the Blazer. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah. It's not nothing like the old blazer. Yeah. I was just thinking about how if you went with Bronco and you could go Bronky, and I was like, well, just call it <laughs> yes. Bronky. Just call it a Brony. <laughs> a Brony. And then it's oh, totally man. get there. Oh. Have like this marketing crossover with Mattel. Yes. I mean, they could call this like a pony. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, whatever. Oh gosh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. This is it's it it's it's cool in its own right, but it's also like that's the that's the sour part of it. It's just the name. Like what were they thinking? It's, yeah. And it's really like it's really terrible of them to do to us because it's kind of like all these years they've been selling us oranges and then they show up one day and they have, you know, they have a big bag of um like grapefruit right and they're like hey guys look at these new oranges that's right it, we, we're calling it an orange e you know saucier it's better for you it's bigger uh-huh um you can it tastes about the same tastes about, and then you have it and you're like oh <laughs> Yeah. Sugar. Oh, it's so tart. Oh. I still feel young. I still feel young. <laughs> Holy crap! I'm gonna eat more aspirin. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I I get it. I totally get it. You know, people yeah. are gonna like them. They're gonna love them and stuff. And whatever will be old hat. You know, but you know, I just I think it's I think it would have went further if they would have named it something else or just ma- name it the mock. You know, like you used to use sure. the mock, you know, part of it, the mock or whatever, not not a Mustang, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever. So but. is there only going to be like there's not going to be anything close to this that a consumer could get not like, to the rally one? No, this, like, yeah. I, but I mean, there's there's not going to be any type of like sport, sporty version. It's just, I don't it's think be so. The, they might have two versions of it now. Soccer they make dad, that, they're going to make this, you know, low key one and then the GT like everything, right? And the GT sure. will probably be like the quad motor, and the base will be less. Yeah, less. <laughs> yeah, that's what was in the video. <laughs> that was the Napoleon Dynamite one. <laughs> it's like the it's like the transport shuttle versus a Millennium Falcon. Yes. Like that. Oh man, that's a good yeah good analogy. Good analogy. Yeah. Exactly. So Lucky. well, I I think. Uh, I think we can put a pin in the rubber lounge. Now, we get to talk about one of the coolest, like, 80s, 90s luxury cars ever to exist. Oh, man. Sorry, go ahead. Hold on a second. I've I've got to Google this. What are we talking about tonight? We are talking... Come on, Julian. <laughs> You're hurting my feelings here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're well, not talking you know, about we're not talking say... about we're not talking about the Mark Six. We're not talking about the Mark Eight. We're talking about the Mark, Mark Seven. The Mach-E? Mark Seven. The Mark yeah. Seven. Mark E. Lincoln, Mark Seven. So speaking of Mustangs, we were talking about the Mach E in the rubber lounge. The Mark Seven was uh used the Fox body. Yes. Uh, platform that the Mustang used. Um, and I'm uh, some of the video or the video that I watched and just kind of my own thinking. I'm like posited that could this be the superior Mustang? Stop that. The Mark seven. Stop that. 
<laughs> There's nothing so more superior the than the Fox body. Same platform. Yeah, I, no, so, you're yeah, right. I know you're right. It's, it's a luxury. The Fox, the Fox body is Jeff's is Jeff's favorite. So it is. It's my it's my unicorn. <laughs> it's my unicorn. I've driven so yeah. many of them, but I've never owned one. Someday, it will be mine. Someday oh yes, it will happen. She will be mine. <laughs> So it uses the same platform. Yep. It has the same engine. Yep. The the Windsor five O thing did. Um, Famous. And yeah, it's just a yeah like legendary, and it's the same. Uh, sorry, it's not not those things are the same, but this is like a a luxurious um, luxury coupe. Correct. That has all of the accoutrement. Yeah, fancy, fancy features that were that were standard. Yeah, like uh, four wheel disc brakes, anal, you know, analog brakes had cruise control. You know, which may not have been standard on very many vehicles back back in the day. Right. Big trunk. Um, big trunk. A huge trunk, trunk that you could put bodies in. Yes. Not that I would do that, but you know, Julian, there was that, and Jeff, you maybe saw it. There was the uh, the Mark Seven, the red. The red on red, yeah. Mark oh Seven gosh. that I shared with you guys. It had that beautiful red paint and that just perfect red leather interior, oh, and... stained with the blood of its victims. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> That's right. So uh, maybe we should back up a little bit. So the Mark sure. Seven, um, yeah. some numbers. Uh, it was, so it was produced from 1984 to 1992. Uh, it was on that Ford Fox platform, same one the Mustang used. Uh, it was initially it was known as the Continental Mark Seven um, until until 1986 when they when they you know kind of when they merged it into the Lincoln brand. Um, they had a few different trim levels. Oh, they had okay. like a base was, trim. Uh, was Continental its own thing? No. That's, I, the, I sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I think I think they just I don't think there was a Continental at the time. And so okay. they use the like con- a sub, continental, like a sub yeah. yeah. So they use yeah. the continental name okay. with it for two years, yeah. okay. And then they just took okay. off the continental part, which is yeah, which is good because like, I'm like you goes know, yeah all the way back right. Right. Like the first marks were uh, continentals yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah. So then they had this. They had a few different trim levels. They had the base trim. They had some uh, designer editions. They had like yeah, both a, yes. a Bill Blast and a Versace. Oh. I mean, is there anything more eighties than a like Versace? No, I, I, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not big on fashion. I don't know. When, you know the the peak of Versace, but when I hear that, I'm like, if I hear eighties and Versace, I'm like, yeah, those those go together. It's like uh, like peanut butter and bananas, like lamb and you know? tuna fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, then they had a sport trim, uh, the LSC. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it was luxury sports coupe. Yes. Uh, they had a couple different engines, at least at least initially, I guess. They, um, right. They started out with two, and then they just, after a couple years, they went to the fi- just to the 5.0. But it yeah, started with the, a... They kind of stopped selling the rest of them. I guess the 5.0 was like the the jam. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Legend. Of course. Uh-huh. But it had a... to find out why. <laughs> it had a, a 2.4 liter BMW made V6 turbo diesel. Not V6, inline six. 
Inline so, six. Sorry to My correct you. But yeah, six. it was a turbocharged diesel, though. That made 115 horsepower. Yep. For fuel efficiency. And yeah. I mean, and, it'd be kind of cool, I guess, to like to drive one of those. But I'm like, give me the 5.0. Like, yeah, they they weren't cool all day. They weren't cool. <laughs> they were not cool. And which is, which they real. They That's, realized that they weren't. So they right. Were I mean, that, well, the thing is, I think that, um, you know, that's more geared towards Ethel, you know, that's going to be driving right. it, you know, right. somebody, you know, but uh, and I think it was just too confusing, you know, so they're like, we need to just do this. This five zero is just killing it right now. So this is slap it in there. It's already a Mustang anyways, you know, on, you know, everything, right. underneath, everything underneath all the, the top metal, you know, let's go ahead and just put the same motor in it. So sure. It made sense. I do wonder how like that initial boardroom conversation came through though, where they were like, "Well, we're trying to compete with BMW. Well, maybe we could use a BMW. Use one of their engines, diesel engine. <laughs> That's right. It was like, <laughs> Gary, you're I a don't genius. Know. I'm like, yeah, right. Like Gary's like somebody's nephew, That's and like <laughs> nobody wants to like step That's on. Ah, right. uh, good idea, feet. Gary. Like, Okay, Gary, sure. And they're just like, okay, just, order, just run order it a couple two of, years. Just order yeah. a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of BMW engines. <laughs> That's right. Okay? Just we'll slap it, it off there at the end so, of the year. Like, I, so, I feel like diesels were, like, were more of a thing in cars, like, back, like, this may show, you know, I'm showing my ignorance here, you know, like, like uh, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, like, for, for like, economy and stuff, mm-hmm. like, because... I, you don't see any di- like hardly any diesel cars now. Do they are do any manufacturers, major manufacturers make um, diesel cars? I mean, I mean, arguably, you know, um, Volkswagen got into that huge lawsuit over whether or not sure. they actually do make really good diesel cars. I think Mercedes still does. It was definitely a bigger thing, I think, in Europe, and right. there's sort of um, you know it's like differences in the types of emissions, and so you know diesels. Um, as they've kind of tried to mitigate some of that stuff, they've gotten some success out of it, you know, and mm-hmm. they, they stonk. I mean, BMW came up with, uh, you know, the recent three series has like the inline six that's 300 horsepower. And it also has a diesel that's, you know, less horsepower, but makes some like ridiculous number of torques. And, yeah. you know, that's, you know, uh, real world applications. And I guess diesel's always been big in trucking. And I think right. it's just, you know, I think it's a torque thing, um, just like the feel of it more so than, um, you know, I think, you know, in, in the Mercedes and in the BMWs, but. And I know like the diesel it, for a time or maybe for a long time, it was like always like, you know, when I was in high school, it'd be like, oh man, guys, you should get a diesel because mm-hmm. diesel's cheap. Yeah. Right. And I'm getting 50 miles to the gallon. Exactly. And you're like, oh, man, and then diesel is so much cheaper than regular gas. And then there was some point where, like, diesel, like, was, like, we're below gas. We're even with gas. We're, and it's we're now it's high. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, you get in that guy's car and he starts it up and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You know, I got to I gotta warm up my glow plugs. That's right. Right. And, like, you then it's blow a bunch of smoke out the back. Yeah. Then it stinks and it gels yeah. up in the wintertime. And yeah, it'd be super cool. He's running that vegetable greasel. Oh, and it yeah. smells like French fries, <laughs> dude. I gotta stop by the Burger King. That's right. You know, I gotta get some up. more gas for my rabbit. <laughs> yeah, 
that'd be funny. Uh, yeah, so like when I yeah, definitely when I think of like diesel cars, I think I would I you know, I think of uh Volkswagen, uh mm-hmm. no Mercedes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they were doing it. It was, was it was thinking. purely for I think in the 70s and 80s obviously it was you know all the gas wars and whatnot you know so they're just doing whatever they could for for fuel efficiency and like what you're saying back then you know diesel was cheaper per gallon plus it was more efficient you know it had a lot of perks about it you know and um i mean it's still in big trucks it's still in big equipment oh yeah semis Mm -hmm. yeah yeah big trucks like you said your big hds have the monster coming sticker on the side yep Yep. Uh, rolling coals and uh yeah <laughs> that's right the environment killers you know that's <laughs> another you know whatever but um yeah so anyway so back to the mark seven uh so yeah they stopped making that stopped offering it with the diesel pretty quickly um and then just just focused on the v8 yeah just the 5.0 that 5.0 so um one one cool feature I was going to bring up, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but what I thought was pretty cool, I, rem- I remember seeing it and when I was a kid and thinking, like, that's really wicked cool, was that was the first car that ever came with replaceable headlight, head, like, bulb headlamps. I did, I did read that, mm-hmm. and I yeah. was like, I was kind of curious about that. I'm like, wait, so, so what exactly does that mean? Like, so if your headlights go out in your car before that, you had to replace you, the. It was an actual. You get bulb. a new car. Yeah, <laughs> you get a new car. That's right. No, it would actually be the whole headlight. So okay. much. So so imagine that the difference would be is like, so like a say you have a standard light bulb in your house. So the so you have a light bulb, right? I'm with you so far. Yep. And I then actually do I got have it. a standard light bulb right. in my house. So you have a standard light bulb in your house. Well, what's inside of that light bulb is like a filament. All right. So yeah. now imagine not having the entire bulb, you're just replacing the filament essentially. So yeah. that's okay. that was the difference. I got it. Yeah. So it's so like th- they would take out the whole like that just the whole yeah. chunk, the whole light. Yeah, I had set. I had cars mm-hmm. where it was just mm-hmm. the entire head headlight just pulled and, out and plugged in. Yeah, yeah, it was basically mandated. They had two or three styles of headlights and that's why for a while like all the cars kind of looked identical. Yeah. You'll notice like the, all those early early 80s cars are really hard to differentiate that area because mm. they either had those, um, I think they're maybe six inch halogens or, yeah. you know, they're round or they had those, those classic like square or yeah, rectangle. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. And manufacturers got like a little creative, but like there's only so much you can do, like stacking or putting two squares next to each other. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's like, and yeah. So like that's, that is really crazy. That's really awesome that, that, uh, that that came about with the with this car yeah um let's see so the the 50 let's see so initially it it started out with just 140 horsepower um and then by the time by the end of the run it was it was at 225 that's that's awesome dude that's think about you know that. that's from 84 to 92 they the same size engine they go from 140 to, to 225 they finished off with 300 pound of torque too, which is right. awesome. Well, I mean, you also got to remember you're driving a tank. I mean, those tanks were just under 4,000 pounds, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's incredible. I mean, so yep. like the Mustang, you know, yeah. if you put a, you put a Mark seven up against the Mustang, Mustang's <laughs> going to wipe that thing all day long. Cause the Mustang's literally a thousand pounds 
lighter than yes than the Mark but your 7. mustang doesn't have air ride suspension that's true and <laughs> as you're like driving down racing sipping tea you know mm-hmm. no yeah well that yeah it's but yeah the mark 7 was definitely not fast by any means but sure but it had it had some get up in it you know and it, I mean, it, had, and it, it sounded had, cool it had grandma get up it had grandma yeah. get because up. and i, see I was it, seeing like eight second zero to sixties which is you know, ballparking. Yeah, back then it was pretty good. That's Some like what stuff, my yeah. that's like what my Hyundai does now. I think, I think I'd believe that. Maybe it might, it might, it might even be less than that, but possibly but, uh, with an engine half the size. Um, and Bluetooth. Yes, and Bluetooth. And that's Apple right. CarPlay, that slows it down. That slows love, it down. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> you like Guys, you love the Apple CarPlay. Apple, is that Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Just this is totally mm. an aside. Love that feature. I've never like used I've never have. used either either can you explain what so, it is? So it's like so you so all the new cars now they have like you know they'll have USB ports in them. Right. Um I think some of them might even maybe BMW might do a wireless car play. But um but my uh, my Hyundai Elantra GT has a uh, I have to plug in a USB cable. Um so you plug it plug your phone in and then on the screen on, on the you know 8-inch screen or 10-inch screen whatever um, is in there. It's it basically pulls up your phone, like all the apps. Like it's got you know you got your messaging, you got your music, whatever music app you use. You got your maps, um, and uh, it's just it's like an extension of your phone, and it, and it allows you to to use your phone. I use it a lot for you know mainly for like navigation, like put putting maps on the screen, and okay. you know it's not a it's not a um, it's not a factory, you know, from the factory nav version that always seemed to suck, you know, like the built-in yeah. nav that the cars have. Mm-hmm. It's it gives you the nav that you want to use, you know, your Google Maps or your Apple right. Maps. Right. And it just and it puts it right there on the screen. So it, so it just, takes it from your phone and puts it on the screen. Yeah. So okay. it's like and and you can interface, you know, you can use your your phone assistant, you know, your Siri or your Google um to nice. To, to you know you can tell it to start playing music you can tell it to navigate you know to wherever you can tell it to message somebody um tell it to play the news um and with mine like i can trigger that by pushing the voice uh you know the voice assistant button on my steering wheel so i push that and then it's just like boop boop so it's, it's pretty sweet um so in my RX-8, I got a I got a new stereo that has has that feature in it as well. So nice. I couldn't live without it. Yeah, because my <clears throat> my Lincoln, full circle here. My Lincoln, it just has the uh, I think it's called Ford Sync technology. Right. Yeah. So yep. and it works pretty slick, but it was still my car is a 2013. So it's getting it's getting up there in age, but um it. Uh, for back in 2013, it was pretty state of the art, you know, sure. but, but now it's like Bluetooth was almost a, a an afterthought almost because mm-hmm. um, that's the one thing that kind of bothers me with it is like every time I get in, I have to reconnect. I don't have to reconnect my phone every time, but um, like if my wife drives it, then it's like, oh crap, now I have to reconnect my phone. And so, mm-hmm. so I have to like hit, what is it? I have to hit something where I was like, go to, or like entertainment. And then, it, like, I have to select Bluetooth, but I have to go to the second page to pick the Bluetooth. You have to do like, that every time. 
every time I have every time I have to resync my phone. So not every time I drive, but every time I have to resync it. I'll say like I I will say about the Ford sync stuff. I mean, I'm sure you know. I'm sure that yours is uh, in the 2013 is 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 way better than because um, you have a screen in yours. Yes, yeah. Like because I had a 2012 Fusion for a for like a year that had sync, but it only had like that two line black and green, you know, digital display. Oh, okay. So it's just text. Like and, an old MP3 player. Oh or something. yes, yeah. so, dude. Let me tell you that that thing was such a pain in the ass to pair <laughs> to pair my phone. <laughs> Yeah. To get it to like to play stuff, it, it was like you said. It's like well, I had to go to entertainment. Yeah. And like then I had to go to the second page, and I had you know using the rotary dial or whatever. And it's just, right. So with the CarPlay or the Android Auto, you just plug it in, and, and it's then just, it just takes it's over there. Like your phone pairs like automatically. Like it's the setup is like is like that. That's slick. And it's just it's right there. So um, anyway, that was a huge detour. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Going we do. back to the to the, Jeff's like speaking of Lincoln, full circle back to the Lincoln. That's right. Um, hey, hey, forget about it. Forget That's about right. it. Nobody talk about the Lincoln. Okay, you know, forget about <laughs> it. If if you don't want to forget about it, I'm going to put you in the back in that huge trunk with a self locking mechanism. Tell you what, that air right suspension go right over your body, no problems. <laughs> no problems. <laughs> Wouldn't so, even spill my drink. <laughs> Let's talk um, about the interior of these puppies, though. Like, right. seriously. Oh, so plush. It's nice. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, even now. So, I mean, this is, what, 30 years old? And you still look at that and it's like, you just want to you just want to swim in it, you know? I fall asleep it just, in it. Not oh at the wheel. Oh, my gosh. It just looks so comfortable. I could put, like, my living room TV in place of the windshield. Oh, yeah, totally. just <laughs> dial it up. So, that's know? what I'm saying. So Recline. and they were they were comfortable. My aunt had one, and uh, gosh dang man, I felt like I was like the president, you know, driving in that car. It was like so incredibly comfortable. Yeah, there. I my grandparents had one, uh, and I remember riding in the back, you know, oh, quite often in that, and just I always thought that was a great car. My grandma, you know, my. Uh, my grandfather passed away, and a couple years after that, my grandma, you know, traded that car in and got a, a Buick Park Avenue. Okay. And I did not like that one as much as the Lincoln. <laughs> hey, I was yeah. like, this thing is cool, mm-hmm. but I'm like, the Lincoln was, it was. It's it another was, level. It better. That's one thing I'll give, I'll give it to Ford. Like, they, uh, you know, obviously my, I have the MKX, and it's uh, basically just a Ford Edge, you know. Um, but, uh, the difference between the edge and the, and the MKX, it's, it's night and day almost. I mean, it's, I've driven Ford edges before I've rented them before, you know, for rental Mm -hmm. cars and, and they're, they're, they're pretty nice vehicles and stuff, but the MKX is just, it's a whole nother level. It's just got so many more features. It's so much more comfortable. Um, they really go out of their way to make it different, you know? And the only the only Lincoln vehicle that I've ever seen that I was like, what? It's the I forget what the name of it is, but it's basically the F one fifty, the Lincoln F one fifty or whatever. And okay, the Blackwood maybe. Is yeah, that something like something that. Here? I'd have to look it up and see what it's called. I'm gonna look that up really quick. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's like, like yeah, you're like it's an F one fifty, and you're like, but it's not. It's a Mark <laughs> LT. 
Yeah, that's what it's Lincoln Mark LT. Yep. Yeah, and it just I mean it's it's like most of the Lincolns look like a Lincoln, right? And it's like it looks similar to the Ford, but it's like that's a Lincoln, you know. The Mark LT is like this is definitely an F one (laughs) fifty, and then they just put a couple (laughs) stickers on it, and then. You know, the, yeah, the Blackwood actually was before that, and it's exactly the same. Exactly, they like put these little chrome stripes around what is a, a definitely a Ford F one. It is, and and what's funny about it is, it's like all they did in the Mark LT is they put a different grill in it, different wheels, yeah. and then on the back they're like, "How do we make this not an F one fifty? I know, <laughs> let's add some reflectors to the side of the brake oh, lights man. on the tailgate, and ta da." <laughs> Guys, guys, I'm looking at so silly. This Lincoln Blackwood, like the front of it, and it (laughs) it seriously looks like something that belongs on Reddit on uh, uh, shitty car mods. Like it's like they, it's like they cut cut a Lincoln like a car in half and jammed the front of it onto an F one fifty. Exactly, like they took a town car. The grill, <laughs> it just so it's like all curvy. No, no, no. This will work. No problem. But, no I problem, mean, I, Tony. It'll work. You know, you got to give it's it to them. At least they tried. You know, in that one, and yeah, it looks goofy. <laughs> you know, so I can see why they were like, well, let's just you know, let's just go back to just let's throw it at the wall and, and see what slow- sticks. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, <laughs> I, I see what they what they did, but so okay, so you're saying they tried to do it their own way. The Blackwood, yeah. They're like, eh, it didn't really work. So yeah, just... everybody was like, oh, so that's the Lincoln truck? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then they're like, oops. <laughs> okay. I just well, threw it in my mouth. And all right. AutoZone <laughs> canceled their bulk order of chrome piping. Yeah. Dude, those Blackwoods, the retail retail price on those Blackwoods in 2002 was $52,000. <laughs> what? Oh Were they. God thinking holy smokes sorry we were going way off on tangents well, they, they tricked some people though <laughs> they did man yeah. <laughs> i mean you got some loyal fans dude and they're going so if you for buy it. one of those like do you do you are you like obligated to keep it for a really long time just because you're like i don't think so pen, i, I gotta, haven't I, seen one of those things in years i think you buy it and then you're just like thanos snapped as soon as you <laughs> drive off the I, yeah, I, you know, I can say I've never seen a Blackwood or that I can remember, but I have seen the the L, LT. Mark LT. I've, I've seen, seen the Blackwoods that. when they first came out. Yeah. I remember when they first came out, and I was like, what are you thinking? But again, a lot of manufacturers back then around the same time were just trying to do whatever they could to put out a truck. you know. And I think what yeah. it is, because the F-150 has just been a freaking huge seller for so many years, and it's like... Then the the sells on the F one fifty is just incredible year after year after year, and so I, it's like you know you guys know how it is. I mean that's why they're getting rid of all those sedans and stuff because the crossover is the biggest thing right now. So everybody's got to have a crossover. Everybody every manufacturer's got to do it their their version of the same crossover, and it's so stupid. But uh, but I just remember like the Toyota Tundra when that first came out. Do you guys remember that thing when that first came out? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that thing was atrocious. It's like, what are you thinking? Now they're cool as all get out, you know, but they had like this weird, like they're trying to do like a weird kind of flare side on the back. And oh my gosh, it was, it was so gross. <sighs> Sorry. Man. We're just, yeah. So, so 2000, I think was when that came out. 
and we can edit this out if we want to but i'm just <laughs> i just want to i just want to look this up tundra you know i don't i don't i'm looking at the wikipedia here on like the first gen and i'm like it doesn't look bad per se i guess i don't know it's what was their like the truck they had before that nothing i mean the tacoma the tacoma yeah tacoma i mean that was their first full-size truck as far as okay yeah so everything else was small was the the smaller trucks like the one well okay so maybe it wasn't the first tundra but I know they had a Tundra that the the rear end was just. I'm gonna find. I gotta find this out now. This is gonna drive me nuts. Let's see Tundra with. Yeah, we, Google Tundra butts. Yeah, we, Tundra butts. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's not what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> they look so cool. Oh man, I gotta clear my clear my cookies now. <laughs> uh, oh, like? let's see. Like a reindeer butt or something on the tundra exactly i'm not yep, gonna i didn't find know you're now. into wildlife i am yep that's <laughs> what i do uh maybe it wasn't the tundra i don't know maybe maybe i'm i know they made it do you guys know you remember what i'm talking about maybe it was some other secret lincoln truck maybe. <laughs> this is lincoln zr so, yeah, something. Yeah. Got to throw a number, yeah. a niner. MK yeah. Ultra? Ooh, now we're getting to... There we go. Something different. See now, see, now, if it were my Lincoln truck, I would have gone old school Lincoln. And I would have had, like, the headlight covers that, like, come back over the headlights and reveal them for protection. Ah. Now you're talking... You know what I'm talking about? That was something that was a feature on there. Me. It is but all the MKs kind of up until they switched to those composite headlights. Okay, I found it. Here we go. Okay, I'm gonna post. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, post it, it in you our. Found it. Okay. Whoops. I forgot. That's that's not it. That's that's the the back end of the LT. That's a that... butt. That's a butt. Okay. But now. Right okay. I'm sending this over. Oh, I found it. Yep. Yeah. It's the the Tundra to... step side. Yes. Uh huh. Oh. It was atrocious. It looks like a PT cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> like, what were they thinking? I yeah, I remember the first time I saw that. Like, I'm I'm not kidding. I I saw that. And I got mad. I was like, that's not a truck. <laughs> Get that out of here. What are you doing? Why would you buy that? It's so stupid. I yelled at my kids today so because that's... I saw a tundra. <laughs> I yelled at my kids. Like, oh, don't ever turn out like one of those stepside tundras. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever catch you driving one of those, I you're swear out of the family. I, you're out so of the here's family. what's what's wild about that is I think that it actually is like just before the PT Cruiser yeah, it was. comes out too. Because it's so. 99, 2000. The PT is like 2001. 2001. Yep. <laughs> and, yeah, that's probably what it so, was. They're probably sitting there like, ooh, you know. You know what if it made a gutless wonder that looked just like that? <laughs> we should I do an episode on the PT Cruiser and just like was See. it a was it like a, a good time in automotive history or was it just like a sad like was it Dude. just a, a black a, a black mark or like was it just okay sinful? I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say this it anytime something comes out so hot like that where everybody rushes to it 
and it's, it it ends up becoming a fad. And then everybody turns yeah. around and mocks it and like, oh, I never liked it. I was never part of that. You know, new Beetle, new mini. Exactly. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. But and I mean, I mean I... it happens with music. It, I mean, like, like, sure. Think about like Limp Bizkit back in the day. You know, they were like the biggest band in the world. And now they're like a laughing stock to people like, oh, I never liked Limp Bizkit. It's like, yeah, you did. Sure I, you did. I, you had a red there. Yankee hat. If I started playing you. that, you're going to be like. <laughs> you're jumping mm-hmm. off the couch. That's right. <laughs> But yeah. like, you know, I I would think that you know, PT Cruisers were, you know, I mean, it was a success. I mean, like Oh, totally. You totally. Know, and totally I'm like crazy. I yep. see them and I'm like, you know, I don't hate it. I'm like, eh. No, and I've my my boss had one and uh I forget what year, 2002 or something like that. And I had to take a set of drawings from Omaha to Des Moines and and my car was broke and he was like, I need you to get this there before five. And it was like, I forget what time it was. And I was like, you know, I'm going to have to speed. Right. And he's like, I know. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, my car is kind of broke. I can't be speeding like that in my car. And, and he was like, just take my car. And I'm like, your PT cruiser. I was like, okay. <laughs> and, uh, I flew in that thing, dude. I was cooking. I was doing, you know, three figures all the way down, you know, it, it handled it. It was aerodynamic for days. But uh, no, it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad car, you know. I think again, like I said, I think it was such a fad that everybody's like, "Oh, I was never a part of that fad," you know. It's like, yeah, right. I didn't get ca- I didn't get caught up in that. You but bought dude, one for you and your wife, right? Your in laws. <laughs> After college, I moved to Arkansas, and my neighbor was a retired guy who'd worked in De- in Detroit, working in cars and stuff, and he was so proud of that thing. Yeah, I mean, he had a PT Cruiser, and he had the Mercedes badges on it because at the nice. time they were owned by that's right daimler chrysler yep. whoa you know and it was like it was his affirmation car you know yep. he loved it and i think it had all the like styling cues that probably he i mean he's 30 years my senior sure. so like he's looking back to a different yeah it was probably from his childhood have, or something yeah you know he's like finally they have curves again you know and just yeah yeah, yeah it had that yeah. retro vibe going yeah sure. yeah I think where they failed for me is they made them in that like grimace purple, and so every time I see one, it just looks like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, Nate Grimace from McDonald's, mm-hmm. right? Grimace, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's just remind this flying eggplant. Just I mean, just this. See the ones poor, I always I always think of is like yeah. that 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 uh, deep blue. Like the GT okay. Turbo yeah. one. Yeah, the GT Turbo. Yeah, that's yeah. like the chrome badges. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one I always think okay. of. And then they have the convertible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then all of them are really just a Dodge Neon, right? Yeah, that's basically yep. what it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to give it, like I said, you know, so those were designed by Brian Nesbitt. And then it was so hot, then Chevy was like, okay, go steal him from Chrysler. So we can do the same thing, you know, and that so rather than them trying to, like, mm-hmm. figure out how to recreate something hot like that, they're like, just go steal Brian Nesbitt from Chrysler and bring him over. So that's what they did. So then he <laughs> came over and he designed the Chevy HHR. HHR. Yeah. So the- which is to and you guys know is one of my favorite cars. So it's like, right, it's funny. Right. So I, I, I kind of do give a little bit of, you know, bad rap to the PT, PT cruiser, but I mean, a sister car of it is the HHR, you know, but I love the HHR, mm-hmm. you know, but and I drive an SSR. I, all yep. Day. SSR. Yep. I love that truck. Yep. 
And I don't think that the HHRs get nearly as much hate as the as the PT cruisers do. Or like they're not the, like usually, No, I think usually I mean they kind of do a little bit, but usually what it is, the people that uh bang on them the worst are usually PT cruiser owners. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> <laughs> so, so an SS HHR is probably way faster than a PT cruiser. I don't know what the output was on the GT, but I know I had the SS. Hold on here. I'm looking this up now. So 230 horse on the PT Cruiser GT. And then um, let's do this. HHR SS horsepower. Yeah, 260 horse on the SS. So so it was faster, 230 to 260. And then I believe the HHR is actually lighter too. So... But and way cooler. Sorry. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna put Man, that out there. That, way that convertible PT cruiser is like it's like Murano, Nissan Murano convertible. Yeah. yeah. Disgust. Yeah. Just pure hatred. Exactly. So oh. speaking speaking of hatred, hatred, let's let's come on back here. Let's come on back let's, to the to the smooth in. style design of the Lincoln Mark Seven. Style let's, of the Mark. Seven. Slink down. I was looking at advertising for this thing, and I like that. Um, yeah, you could get like three different kinds of wheels for it. Yeah, oh yeah. But all of them were spoked wheels. Yeah, they're all spoked. Like yep. you, you could just get like more center surface area. You either mm-hmm. got spokes all the way to the middle. Yep. Kind of most of the way to the middle, or just around the edge. Yep. And I think that like they knew their theme. They were like going for that, you know, OG spoked wheel visual. And they were not going to let you buy one without it. You know, right. I think that's like kind of holding true to their um, design ethos in a sense. Like, you're not going to buy a set of mags and uh, from the factory for this. Correct. You know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like if you guys remember, I mean, there was spoke wheels on everything. I mean, they even set, had hubcaps that were spoke wheels. You know, back then. So totally. Um, but no, I, they had the ones that looked like it almost had like a beauty rim, and then the spokes I thought were just mm-hmm. god awful. <laughs> You know, but the ones that were like a full spoke though on these, they were actually yeah. pretty freaking cool. So I think those were on the LSC were yeah. the full the full ones. Yeah. But yes, those are pretty cool. But I think though, anyways, um, I think it's probably time to move on to our next segment, the last segment, where we talk about one thing that we like and one thing that we hate about the car. So since since Nate, this is this was your pick. I'm gonna, we're gonna have you go last. Okay. So I'm gonna go first if you guys don't mind. Sure. All right. Do it. Do it. <clears throat> so, and I'm sure you guys are gonna probably like eye roll because you know where I'm probably gonna go with this. But the thing that I love about the car is that it's basically a styled up Mustang. I love the fact that it's built off everything that was great about the Mustang. Um, you know, it used the same power plant and everything just with the five Oh, which is a, you know, I'm not going to say the, the Holy grail. Obviously we all know that the LS is the Holy grail, but, um, but having that five Oh in there was such a smart idea. It sounded so freaking cool in that car. When you wrap that thing out, it sounded like a sports car, you know, and, uh, and you could make it sound cooler. You could throw some flow masters on it or something like that and really make those things sound cool. So just the fact that it, it felt sporty when you drove it. 
but you also felt, you know, cushioned, you know, you felt like you're in the lap of luxury, but it had a little bit of get up to it. It had the cornering abilities and stuff like that. I, I like that. They just kind of basically spruced up the, the Mustang. So that's what I love about the car. What I, what I dislike about the car is probably, I'm going to say, I'm pausing here. Because it's hard because there's so many cool things about it. I'm going to probably say the thing that I dislike the most about the car was uh, just like the plasticky looking front end. So I know that they introduced the headlights, you know, and stuff. And I know that's where they're going with it. And like Julian, you said earlier, you really have to, your, 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 your options are limited. You just have like a square, you know, kind of a thing with the, what they're going. That's essentially what they're doing with this, you know. Um, and so it was just so like kind of plain in the front. With When you think of Lincolns, when you think of Lincolns before, you know, the Mark 7, before they introduced these headlight styles and everything, when they had like the quad headlights and everything, Lincoln always had like a really um, standout look to them. And when they came out with this design, it was just so bland and just kind of curved and forgettable. You know, I mean, when you see it, it doesn't strike you like, oh my gosh. Like, for example, the Mark 8. Okay. The Mark 8, that mm -hmm. thing was gorgeous. It had such a cool looking front end on it and stuff. And so you look at the, the dichotomy between the Mark 7 and the Mark 8, and it's just night and day difference. And so, so I think the styling on the front end, they could have done a lot better. But for for what it's worth it's not ugly by any means um it just could have been better i think so so that's those are my picks so very jules good. very good yeah so um you know this is not a car that i've you know ever really been drawn to before and so spending some time with it you know i learned some stuff that i really think is cool and some stuff that um you know i could probably um do without um I think that the uh, I'm going to start with the thing I don't like uh, okay. the most. I think the interior um, center stack is really, really amazing, but it's like um, it's sort of uh, like too sparse, I guess. Like the the buttons, there's like a long row of like 20 buttons right in the middle. Right. There's yep. a screen above it that's like maybe one inch by two inches. Right. That like all these buttons control. And so like just like some of that feels really like, like they're trying to our screen it's or almost... maybe put the buttons around the screen. Yeah. Or, like It's almost yeah. like, you know, but... when you get a, a, a replacement stereo deck. It's yeah. like in those like those like nineties or two early two thousands Fords. You get this little teeny deck that you get in there and you gotta have the spacer to yes. fill up yes. where the, the stack yes. was. And so it's yeah. all this dead space of plastic. It's like such a like you said sparse or like a like a Spartan kind of yeah. look to it. Yeah. I totally get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, and like you know, they have this panel that has these indicators, you know, for all the errors that are going on, and it's basically just um a black panel with sort of like a, a white text yeah. line around it. Yeah. And they, you know, so that kind of stuff, like that doesn't really scream super luxury to me, mm -hmm. but um, this is also the mid eighties. And so that's actually, you know, um, probably cooler than, you know, the push button stuff. Sure. They were doing the other. Yeah. Cars. Well, like, yeah. but you compare this, like this to uh, 
the the laser that we talked about oh, previously yeah. and like the right. laser stuff was was way cooler like the electronic gizmo like the the right. interface it was very whiz bang yeah. Like yeah this is much more um understated like for the you know yes yeah and it's it's the audience is different right the right. laser is going to be a younger buyer right. this is yeah. somebody who just like they want x features and they want them at their fingertips right and they want it to look um, techy but like you said there was just they did some cool stuff i mean they had the electronic climate control you know i mean when they first started doing this they were still doing the eight track player in it and stuff you know and so i almost (laughs) wanted radio too right cbs and they you could you could (laughs) get a car phone in it you know i think that a lot of it was based on if you think about it those eight track players were huge man and so I think that the yeah. dash was probably designed around the eight track and then they got rid of it totally. and they're like, mm. uh, now what do we do with all this space? You know? So yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. Yeah. Good point. And then Good also point. Ford was just, just atrocious when it came to like their yeah. electronics, they yeah. were not good <laughs> back in and, the day. And all of that through that era. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the stuff that we're treated to now with basically this piece of pane of glass that yeah. has everything and our you know that's just so we can't like necessarily fault them you know a whole lot for it but i you know i know like you said between the laser and this like different audiences but it's like they could have mm-hmm. they could have done a little better they could have moved yeah. some of the buttons around or like you said made the screen yeah. a little bigger or, yeah you know but i also feel like if they put a talking robot in it like the type of <laughs> right. older gentleman who buys this car would be like nothing but yelling at that exactly. robot all the time shut, you know, up. shut up robot That's right. i know the freaking door is open <laughs> i opened the freaking door didn't i tony's legs shut sticking up. out of the door i can't close it. you know and like veins are popping out of his head and he's like yep. just caning it you know with his cane <laughs> and just you know Shut up. It's true. You're right. You know, based on the audience (laughs) that they're going for, it was probably overly high tech for the audience that they're going for. You're exactly right. You know, I think, yeah, you you make it look like the Knight Rider inside or something like that. And people would be like, (laughs) what? Right. I'm in a flying spaceship, Margaret. What are we supposed to do? Now, so uh, I know this this is is why we buy Cadillacs. This is way off topic here. But like talking about like, uh, you know, fancy just like kit on the inside like what is it the mm-hmm. vector yeah w- the w12 8 or whatever w16 the... something like that what's the what's the one that was made with all the like the i want to say it's a w16 the bargain bin but... gm parts like america's lamborghini was that was that vector or was that um what the hell am i thinking of i don't know well, there's Ditamoso, then there's Vector. Those are both kind of big ones. Um, Vector definitely, um, they make the W8. Um, that's a cool car, but I, a lot of it looks one-off. Like, yeah, I it's think. like, but that like has a, a interior that is like, is just oh, wacky. Okay. Like it's like <laughs> it has like those kind of like aircraft inspired type oh, sure. gauges and switches and stuff. And so it's like you know that it's like an adventure. Yes. Uh, not you know obviously not the rest of the car and the experience notwithstanding, but like just the dash itself is just kind of like I see what you mean. Yeah, I pulled up a picture of it. and It does look a little bit like NASA launch control. There yeah. you go. You know, there's like this orange LED, and it's it's completely packed. There's like basically a button probably yeah. for like a toenail clipper that pops out of the ceiling compartment, <laughs> and then like it, you know, <laughs> like yeah, just Doug Demuro has a really cool like 
in-depth kind of review of the of that car okay. and he talks about all the crazy stuff that that went into it um and, and yeah so it's like i think a vehicle like that would be really fun to kind of you know if they would have for whatever silly reason pack that into a lincoln you know i'd be like i'd be all for it i'd be like heck yeah i want to i want to figure out what all these buttons do but I'm saying that now, and then I'm like, well, I had difficulty with my Fusion that had uh, <laughs> it had like eighty thousand buttons in its center stack. So I'm like, well, maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah. Maybe if I, you know, have to contact air traffic control to, you know, to pull out of my driveway, man, that's not a good thing. Well, that's kind of like my car right now. I mean, like I said, it's it's only a 2013, but when I first bought it, it it was confusing to me. You know, and I work in IT and it was confusing to me. I was like, how do you turn this up? You know, and what it is, it's like the volume and stuff. It's it's a finger control that you, you it just goes by touch. And so if you want it to go up, you just slide across mm-hmm. and it goes up or slide to the left and it goes wow. down. And, you know, they do that with the heat controls and everything, too. There's no like buttons. It's just all by touch, you know. Oh, man, that I shiver a little just thinking about it. The- it lack of tactile input yeah, right that's, you're right that's a big thing because it's like it's you weird take your eyes off the road you know yep. to like find yeah. the button well not the button the touchy the, yeah. point yep <laughs> yeah you gotta touch, touch it just input. right to heat it up <laughs> okay so julian so, so the julian, thing that you dislike is the kind of bland typewriter looking mm-hmm. interior center stack center stack yep Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I, I like as a pilot, I wouldn't feel like I was like, oh man, really being treated to something groundbreaking there. Correct. Um, but you know, because we were talking about how there's just like, like you said, there was an A-track player space there, but not an A-track player, and so there's a little extra space everywhere. But that's actually um, brings me around to what I like about the car. I like that there's like a little extra space everywhere. Yeah. You know, the seats are a little extra roomy. The whole car is something that. You know, you're not going to get in and feel like you're bouncing around in some low rent tin can. You know, the whole experience is to basically neutralize the inputs from the road. Right. And, you know, give you this low key theatrical experience, theatrical experience where you can just take in the scenery. Right. You know, and, um, you know, I think that that's probably what I like the most. And, um, you know, another thing that I liked about, uh, sorry, um, yeah, another thing that I liked about it is that it's um, a very popular car in um, gangster and um, crime drama right. shows. And I don't know why. I mean, it's a 5.0 Mustang. All of them are automatics, I think. And so it's definitely a cruiser. But um, it, like they feature on shows like Matlock right. and Law and Order. And like, I just feel like I'm in, like, it's the car that defines my experience in the waiting room at the dentist's <laughs> office, you know, <laughs> I just great. love it. I love it for that. Man. You know? Well, I think it's because it has that kind of typical gangster feel with like, Man, like that it? bag, the, the trunk, uh-huh. you know, it has like yes. that spot for like yeah. the tire. The wheel, yeah. The tire. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Even so... though that's not where the spare tire goes. Julian, we were, we were chatting one time <laughs> right. and you're like that design, that design decision to to make it look like it's where the spare goes, but the spare doesn't actually go there. It's like, why did they do that? Blew my mind. Yeah. Yep. 
And I know, I mean, I know why they did it. You know, they had that long line of design before it that they're trying to play into this car that obviously, you know, Jeff, you know, yeah. shared with the Cougar and stuff. So yep. Yep. they're trying, they're, they're putting as many like cues as they can on what's a shared platform. Exactly. And, um, you know, and I think they pull it off, but yeah, it has that like rakish gangster feel. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think we were talking before and I was like, it's like a, um, somebody in that car is is trying to sell you something or trying to buy something from you or making the deal happen that's right you know something's definitely going on something's though going it's down. not just going yes somebody's not just yes. going to get groceries uh-uh. see somebody one of those like disappears in the, in the trunk lot. you know you might have seen three guys standing there now there's one guy standing there <laughs> just, these are the unexplained mysteries that's of right. the mark seven that's right <laughs> that's funny all right so nate um all right so what i love about the car i would say it's probably just the long 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 list of like all this all the cool standard features um, that the car has you know like you guys Mm kind of touched on all that already like it's it's decked out it's it's comfortable it's it's got you know enough power to, to get you moving, but you're going to enjoy the ride. And it's, you know, got that automatic climate control, that air ride suspension. It's got the, the, even though this isn't, this wasn't a new feature, but like the, uh, the trunk where you don't have to shut it all the way. Like you, you, yeah. you shut it like an inch above and then just this electric motor just, you know, pulls yeah. it, pulls it shut the rest of the way. Um, just, you know, just kind of neat little things, uh, that uh that kind of make it stand out a little bit um so that's what i love I, as far as like what i hate you know i i really kind of hate this part because okay. <laughs> i hate the hate uh, because it's hard for me to come up with something that i don't like about um about these cars i guess well we're, um, we're such fans of cars and stuff so it's hard to hard to you know, say and you hate something you know, I don't know if I don't know if there's anything that necessarily stands out to me about it that I that I just don't like. I guess like if I had to say one thing, it might be like the just that whole era, like the steering wheels, just like kind of how like eh, you know the the, the yeah. steering wheels were. Uh, you know, back then it's like and some so, of these like are you talking pre airbag? Or post airbag, um, I, I'd say probably pre pre airbag yeah. in those, and um, I don't know because it just it's just kind of like a standard uh, kind of Ford yeah looking yeah. wheel. It's just it's kind of like kinda, a letter A or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it had it. buttons it on it. Okay. I mean, yeah. what it else a, do you had, want? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm looking at a picture and it's got five buttons. On That's it. right. Yeah. Um. It kind of reminds me of like the Star Trek yeah. icon. Yes, yeah. yes. Like, um, and then I know that some of these, you know, some of these had like a digital dash on them. But then, right. And then I'm looking at some of the other ones that have the analog dash, and I'm like, the analog dash is atrocious. Yes. Like, I just don't like it. I'm like, it just yeah. looks, it doesn't look like it fits in the car. Like, right. I, I would expect a digital yeah, dash would I completely be. completely agree would be the standard and you would 
never go away from that in this. But then it's like, oh, let's put an analog dash in there. You right. know, analog gauges. And I'm just like, nah. People don't trust digital yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, okay, so listeners, obviously you can't see this, but um, Jeff just shared a picture of, of a steering wheel in the interior of this. Now, that, that leather, like the wrap yes. around it, that is like classic the perforated thing yeah that's why i shared classic that 80s and i'm like i love that that makes yep. me like the steering wheel yeah um, <laughs> well I, I think that's actually an aftermarket yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you I, know I, piece yeah. that you get but ultimately what that is it's supposed to be leather but it's obviously not leather it was I like mean, is it just a cover, faux leather like a steering wheel yeah it's just cover? a cover and basically what you would do is you would put that on and it was just like a like a leathery foam and it would wrap around but it had back then they didn't you know, they didn't mold stuff very well. So it's like, okay, how do we get it to stay on? So then they would, you would have this like a vinyl rope essentially. <laughs> and then you would just wrap all the way around this thing and then basically tie it into a knot. And you're like, okay, now I got a leather wrapped steering wheel. Steering wheel yeah. Look how good it looks. And like the spacing is all like two inch, two inch, four inch, one <laughs> it's inch, just two all inch. Place. It's just terrible. It's so bad, but yeah. it's so like, that was such a hot thing back in the eighties. Exactly. You know? It was just like, now it's just you, nostalgia. You know? It is as nostalgia. You'd see those and you mm-hmm. see those like bead seat covers, yes, you know. I was just thinking <laughs> yes. of those. The brown and the so and the, yep. the tan beads. Ugh. Yep. Like, oh it's good for your back. No, it's not. No, it, it feels hurts. like you're sitting on the concrete. Yeah. Like, holy smokes. But yeah, those those uh quote unquote leather wrapped steering wheels that you could buy at champion auto stores and wrap it yourself, yeah. you know. That just yeah. There was like I just think of all the adults that I knew back in the day. They always did that to their cars. Like, look at this. It's so cool. And then they'd like start flaking off and, you know, <laughs> like the rope would come off and be like flopping around as you're, you know, turning the wheel and stuff. But yeah, so great, man. Like some of the decisions he, back he then. He strangled <laughs> by his vinyl cord on his steering wheel. That's right. It got caught on the shifter and I went to turn. I just went straight into a tree. <laughs> Oh my god! That's oh, so, funny. so yeah. Okay, so maybe I should walk that back a little bit. I don't hate this this part. It's just it's like you said. It uh, you know we like these cars so much that it's it's hard to really kind of come up with something. Yeah. But you, so you're you know, not not favorite part of the car. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but you know, once we kind of start talking and we think about you know, I think about it a little bit more. You know, it's not as as difficult to come up with. Right. That, so. Well, and that's but, what's cool about. That's what I love about our show, and that's what I love about our our friendship with with you know and our commonality with our love for vehicles and stuff is that you know we can find something cool in in any car, you know that you know like like you know a lot of people are ramming like what we were just talking about a lot of people ram on the PT Cruiser and stuff, but I'm telling you, if it was the last car on earth. You'd be driving it, and you'd still have fun driving around. You you know you'd figure out a way to have fun with it and stuff. There's there's features with every car out there that's actually kind of cool. You know, I, I've totally. there's not there's not a car out there. I mean, like I said, like one of the most plain Jane cars I've ever been in is a, is like a '78 Volkswagen Rabbit. But man, that was fun to drive. You know, just so like plain but mechanical. 
And uh, it was an experience. You know, it, they, they didn't build those. They didn't build the Beatles and they didn't build the rabbits and stuff back then to be like luxury or like, oh, look at this car. It's got these features. No, it was like it gets you from A to B and that's it, you know. And it just everything was like hard lined plastic and gross, had a smell, you know, <laughs> and, you know, it was just but they were great, though. And I love that. I love I wish that they would kind of bring that back, you know, to some cars, you know, yeah, that really stripped down analog, yep. like nothing here that yeah. is. It's just like and then like the pandering the, to you, you don't you don't know if it's overheating. You don't know what's going on. You probably don't even know if you got <laughs> gas in it, you know, but you got a tack and you got a sp- speedometer and it's probably going to go up to 85 and that's it. And the numbers are just so plain Jane, you know, I just, but that's what I love that stuff. But it's sometimes, sometimes that overly simplistic design just makes it so much more awesome, you know, mm-hmm. but anyway, sorry. So what would like a modern car be that would uh would kind of be like a strip not i guess i don't want to say stripped down because that kind of implies like bad or bargain basement to me but like Mm -hmm. uh that would kind of offer that more just direct connection like you're talking about like no frills for modern cars i would probably say like the toyota corolla um they still offer a pretty plain version of the Corolla. I know Toyota even like on my father-in-law had a Tundra. I forget what year it was, but it wasn't that, that long ago. And it actually, he, he like he doesn't like bells and whistles cause he's just like, it's more, more to break. And so he got his Tundra it had crank up, you know, windows in it. And I was like, Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that they even had that anymore. But, but I mean, I think Toyota, you know, they, understand that like the Corolla, for example, is like a college kid's car kind of a thing. And so they're like the entry level, entry level. It's like, let's just strip it way down. And uh, I, that's probably about the only car I can think of that they do that to, you know, that's like on purpose, you know, to be cheap, right. you know, because yeah. I, I forget yeah. the, the, the model and Julian, you might be able to help me out, but Porsche yeah. a few years ago, sure. like 10 years ago, they came out with a, uh, a model that was fully stripped down, but for racing. Um, I'm trying to remember what that was, but it was like a full metal interior and it didn't have AC in it or anything. It looked like the 911, yeah. but it was. Yeah, they have a handful that they've done like that. Um, that are basically like lightweights or speedsters yeah. or, you know, where they're, yeah, completely bare. Like the handle, the uh, door handles are just fabric pulls. Exactly. You yep. know, and things like that. And what's crazy about that is like, you know, probably a fabric pull is maybe the cheapest answer. Yeah. Right? Um, but even in the cheapest cars, they've still got that same like manufactured plastic door handle that you pop open and stuff. Right. Like you're talking about your Corolla, you know? Yeah. Um, I would think like the BRZs and the Miatas are mm. going to be like kind of stripped down. But yep. even then, like those are really good cars. They're not like. Sure. Um, See, that's kind of what I was. Honda Fit, maybe. Like, you know, they just stopped making them, but the Honda Fit, you know, may it rest in peace. Um, Nissan Sentra. That is basic. Sentra. Oh, man. The The uh, Dodge Dart. Yeah. Well, there's also the Versa, right? The Versa. (laughs) So the Versa, so the Sentra was like. I I feel like we're getting closer. The Sentra was like the entry level, and then. Then they came uh, out with the Versa that was like below the yeah. Sentra. But now I, the Versa is yeah. getting fancy, so I'm confused. 
Kind of, I, but yeah, yeah, I remember the Versa. You could buy like a brand new one for like ten, yeah, out the door, like yep. straight up. And that was not that long ago. Probably had and crank windows. Yeah, BMFM. absolutely. It was also when they were coming out with this new nicer model, and so they were like offloading all the like ones nobody was going to basically buy, you know, at that point because they'd get the same APR offers. Um, like we test drove a, a Sentra, a new Sentra, right when okay. the cash for clunkers thing was going on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we we made a kind of a bad decision to we sold my wife's car, and so she was in the market getting a new one, but it was during this the whole height of the cash for clunkers, so the dealer lots were empty. There's nothing mm-hmm. on the lot. We went to went to the local Nissan dealer here, and they had like five cars. And so the first one we test drove was a was a Sentra, and it was it was like base yeah. base model. It may have had crank windows, I can't remember um, for sure, but it was it had nothing. Like it was very uh, sparse, and we actually ended up going with an Elantra um, that was wasn't quite as sparse. But um, yeah. I remember um, yeah, that was from probably around the time like the. Um, Ford had kind of just come out with a new smaller Fiesta and Focus, yeah. you know, kind of mm-hmm. in that time frame. And like, but you couldn't even find them. Right. Like, you'd go to the dealership and you're like, Hey, I heard you guys have this. And cause I'm an enthusiast, like I'm into, you know, these weird new things. And so I went to like, check it out and they basically didn't even have one on the lot. Like this is being advertised on television has been out for like more than mm-hmm. six months to a year. And they just didn't even try and sell them. I always thought that was, um, you know, this is a Ford dealership, and they would just basically like immediately try and sell you a Mustang. Yeah. Know? So they weren't even like sh- they weren't shtick. even ordering them to have them on the lot. Like they're just like I. They had they had one there, and they told me that it was a customer car, in for service. Yeah. They probably just didn't make a lot of them, and what they did make, yeah. they just you know sold right away because i think again you get those people who are just like i want a car that is new that i know that isn't going to break down all the time and is super reliable but it also has great gas mileage and you know there's there's people who aren't enthusiasts to the degree where they're like oh it's got to have this got to have that and i want this i want that you know just like it's just a car to get the a to b you know but i was thinking i think i know what vehicle or vehicles probably have the most stripped down interiors in them and i'm gonna venture to say it's probably the ford transit Mm. or the or the nissan envy i see where you went with that yeah (laughs) now i have full-on experience all right i I, I I think floor anchors are a feature that's right that's right no because i um (laughs) the transit however I, you know, I, we, we rent the, the, the E three fifty and stuff from time to time. We're going to be buying one soon. It's, it's nicer than the, than the, you know, E three fifty that we have right now, which is not the transit. It's just the, the full size van 15 passenger. But, um, that was plain Jane, let me tell you. But anyways, but the, but when you're getting in a car, that's like a 2020, you're expecting, okay, now I got Bluetooth. Now I got this, now I got that and everything. And like, those are options that you have to upgrade to get. And, uh, you know, they have a rear view backup camera, but the, the screen 
is literally like three inches. <laughs> and it's it's so far from you that it's up above on the dash. And so, I mean, it's like you can't make out any detail in it whatsoever. And that's a vehicle that is long and big. And, you know, especially if you get the high roof or whatever, the mid roof or whatever, yeah, it, needs a- it needs a camera like for days on there. And then you just get this little like LCD watch, you know, screen, <laughs> you know, like on the dash. <laughs> like the it's bare like, minimum of that's like, right. like the mandate. Yeah, the only the reason they have it is because it's now. federally man, you know. Exactly. Mandated. Exactly. Yep. So, but those you like break open the dash and it's an old Nokia, right? Candy bar phone, <laughs> exactly. What is this? It's like uh, what what were those those things in the nineties? Uh, Gigapets or whatever they call them. Kamagachis. There you go. That's what it is. I mean, but that's make sure you feed it, Jeff. Yeah, but I mean, that's essentially what those interiors are. I mean, there's nothing to them at all. Yeah, there's really yeah. they're less like, well, we have eight cup holders on the front. You're like, okay, I guess that's what I wanted. All right. So I think, I think we've, so we've got like two camps of like the no frills, like stripped down. So we got like the purely like utilitarian, like uh, people hauler A to B stripped down Mm -hmm, and then like stripping out everything except like the driving experience, like the, you know, the the spiritual Mm -hmm. type of thing. Like, so like. Most of those, I think, would fall into, like, the, the no-frills, like, uh, uh, people-hauler kind of right. mode. But then, like, you yeah. got the BRZ yeah. and the Miata, and then, you, Jeff, you're talking about uh, the Porsche model that we yeah. can't – don't know what it is yet uh, <laughs> or haven't figured it out. Um, I couldn't find it. You know, those are, like, the ones that, you know, like, you feel the connection to the road. Shiver goes up your spine as you yeah. crank the window down and, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just, I don't really know where I'm going with that, but that's just kind of an interesting um, interesting thing. Yeah, I always thought that was interesting too because, like, it's complete opposite ends of the spectrum, right? There's the, like, lightweight by cheapness and then, like, lightweight by ex- dream expense mm-hmm. yeah you know or not and you know cheapness being the wrong word but basically like the, like we're talking about the interior of the transit and um i've been in a couple of those and they're basically like they decided not to choose a color they're yeah. like what color does the plastic come out gray okay great <laughs> there you go <laughs> that'll work <laughs> right you know they didn't go into any other product planning on that yeah you know? yep. and um yeah. but i mean it's like uh, you know, you were talking about you're talking about the transit and the NV, um, mm-hmm. which initially when you said that I wrote E N V Y, and then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's N N V. Yep. Like, yeah. what is more stripped down than the? Uh, like when I was a kid, I was in. I went to like a daycare center, uh, you, know, or, you know, daycare or school. I guess like what is more stripped sure. down than like the school van, like the yeah. old school mm-hmm. van that you yeah. get, like I you know whatever twelve fifteen like, passenger van, like an old Dodge. Uh-huh. Or something yes. like that. Yep. Yep. There's like nothing yes. to break off inside. Nope. Yep. You just yep. got all pile in because you're going to on a field trip or you know or something. So exactly. There's a bit of nostalgia with those as well. So it is. Well, and that's cool. you know the van that we have right now. It's a it's a it's an ot four, and yeah, that's what it is. The whole back. There's nothing to do for our kids. You know, like we before we uh, you know had as many kids as we had. We had a pretty teched out um grand uh caravan it was a 30 i think it was a 30th anniversary i think that that they had at the year 
and uh, it had like leather the captain's chairs it, and all that. Yeah, yeah, it had leather. It had you know TVs in it. It had you know DVD players. You could hook up your video games to it. It came with headphones and stuff that were wireless yeah. headphones and everything. And so we nice. went from that to well. <laughs> here's this big 15 passenger van they're like well what do we do well you look to your left or you look to your right and it's an hd your window, <laughs> yeah. your window opens a little no they don't even open <laughs> not even like the crack no, open. nothing oh no you're just in it oh jeff no yeah so it's funny because like my older kids they all remember like watching you know, TV and stuff like that in the, right. in the car and everything. And my younger kids, they, they've never experienced it. They've never experienced it, you know, cause like my Lincoln doesn't have it cause it's got a full, you know, uh, panoramic sunroof or whatever. So they, so there's nothing like that in there. So the, the day that they get into a vehicle, that's got a TV that folls down from the ceiling or in the back of the headrest, they're going to be like, what is this black magic? You know, <laughs> it's like, uh, sorry, kids, that's been out for 20 years. Uh, I just didn't know. Sorry. He just never told you about it. Never told you about it. So. It's like, just like I tell them that chocolate's gonna, gonna kill them, so they can't have any. No, I'm just joking. I don't do that. Your your kids will have their own micro generation, like before and be- after the knowledge of flip TV. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's like I feel bad. Like it's like those you know poor kids that like grew up with a TV that was black and white or something like that, and then they didn't get their first color TV until like '96. You know. It's like, it's like I had no idea. That's funny. But so Nate, did you say what your favorite part of the car was? Uh I did, yeah. It was okay. uh, just all the all the cool stuff that was standard. That's right, that's right. Whole, okay. Just fancy, fancy pants. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us in the uh the super cool uh, Lincoln Mark seven. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, for all the latest news and what's going on with us. And everybody, just take care. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.